Lund, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away, whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoy Ling. DeCam says, give me that, a pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way, bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around, corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Who's going to wear the crown in 2024? That's the question we're all asking ourselves as we move into the second half of the UMAC basketball season. Wyatt Morrell, alongside me, Ryan Mitchell. It's the Unlike Any Other, the UMAC podcast. Ryan, first off, again, Merry Christmas, even though we're past now. Is it too late to say that now? No, we're not at Epiphany yet. We're within the 12 days. I'll continue to say Merry Christmas. Thank you. Happy New Year. Same to you. As well. Hope everything was good. You're not a New Year's Eve kind of guy in New York City. You asked me that question, I think, last time we hopped on. We did the hypothetical how much money yeah. would you need to stand there in Times Square for three, <laughs> four, going on five hours before the ball drops with all those people? And didn't you say there's no amount? <laughs> I, I, If you told me why, I'd be plus a thousand. I think I'd still say no Ugh. about travel, going out to New York to do that. Travel paid for and everything. Food. And, but that's it, though. I can't do anything else. I mean, yeah, that's, that's why you're there. If I'm going to there, the NYC, that's the sole purpose it's for there. a sporting event. I, I want to go to Flushing Meadows Labor Day weekend at That's some fair. point for, for the U.S. Open tennis. But otherwise, I, I want no part of that. I hope our listeners had an awesome New Year's, Wyatt. But seeing the ball yeah. drop, I mean, there's what, well, you what's gotta special stay up till about midnight. That? I mean, tell me you at least stayed up till midnight. I was because so, yeah. I was crying after the Vikings game. Well, I wasn't crying, but I was <laughs> I, I was a little disappointed at the outcome of that game. But uh, it was over fast. I mean, at least we could just put that away. <laughs> Nonetheless, here we are in 2024, and it's time to get back to predicting some games because we've got UMAC basketball once again resuming this coming Saturday. If you have questions for us, comments, concerns, as I always like to say, gripes. Most people don't gripe against us, but I'm sure they want to. There's a few of you out there that maybe you want to share your thoughts. That's fine. Hit us up. UAO the UMAC at gmail.com. Follow us on on X, formerly known as Twitter, as well, unlike any other, the UMAC, just search it, you'll find us. So, Ryan, we got eight games to get to because there's only four on each side, being that the travel partner is the team that you play this week. So, for instance, Northwestern's playing North Central, Bethany Martin Luther, Minnesota Morris Crown, and then Superior and Northland, the schools that normally would travel with each other on any given weekend. And that'll happen one other time, I believe it's at the end of January, um, yes. where that'll happen, where we'll only get one game yep. for the weekend. So this is one of two times that will happen. Let's take a look at the standings here on the UMAC side of things. Let's start with the women's standings, Ryan. And after the first weekend, which seems like forever ago, which is always nice because we get that first taste, but then... So you've come around. Well, it's you, nice, you used to tell me, I wish it just wouldn't actually start till it, you know... Yeah, continues after that. And we don't get this it's, long month break. It's too much of a lull in between. So it was nice to have it, but then you have to wait and you twiddle your thumbs. But hey, we've made it. We're finally there. North Central and Superior were the only two teams on the women's side picking up sweeps on the opening weekend. So they sit atop at two and zero. Northwestern with that surprising loss is one and one. Morris Crown Bethany joining them at one and one, and then Martin Luther Northland looking to get their first wins here this upcoming weekend as well. So that's where it sits. 
Let's take a look at the matchups from top to bottom as listed on the UMAC website. Bethany is hosting Martin Luther. Again, Bethany with that big upset win. It wouldn't be an upset a couple years ago with where that program was, but now yeah. with the direction it's Their trended. Their first win of the season also, period. Maybe a program-changing win to get yeah. them back on track. And then Martin Luther is going to be looking for their first win. I'll let you go first here on this one. Do you think the Vikings or the Knights come out on top in Mankato this Saturday? It's scheduled as a noon tip-off. I cannot confirm or deny that, but let's say it does tip off at noon in Mankato. It's the first of two. The men follow. Yep, because yep. the men are playing second this year. Give me your prediction. Well, it's interesting, Wyatt. I mean, you bring up that win that they had hosting Northwestern in the last UMAC game that they played all the way back on Saturday the 9th. Bethany's lost four straight since then. Now mm-hmm. they've played UW River Falls, Coe College, Simpson, and Loris. I mean, they've played four really good teams out of conference. And so we kind of talked about this earlier as well when it comes to Bethany Lutheran women's basketball. Coach Perfest in her first season at the helm, they've scheduled really tough, Wyatt. Coach Jones did that for so many years as well. So is it going to be good for them to get back to UMAC play, get back in their home gym against a Martin Luther club who's 0-2, but again, I say it almost every time we talk about a matchup that they have, Wyatt. It feels like they have the talent to make noise in the UMAC. Now are they going to do it? We'll have to wait and see. They did have a big win after UMAC played the last time they've played. They've had almost a month off. December the 13th, they won at Buena Vista, putting up 88 points. So that's a bright spot for Martin Luther going into this ball game. I think this is super compelling. I think this is under 10 points. Mm-hmm. Under seven points. It's within seven oh, oh, points. Wait a minute. Neither under, side under five. Neither side is Dare. winning by more than six. There you go five. So it's when within six. You're already at six. Direction. Might as well go to five. I, I I wouldn't be mad if it was five. Let's well, have no. it tied with ten seconds left. It might happen. That but would be, who's going to win? That right? would be nice. Who do you think I'm taking? I would guess you're going to roll with Bethany, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, when we look at the standings and our predictions, there's no reason to panic this I'm early I'm glad in the you year. brought that up. I think Bethany wins by a nose, okay. but I think Martin Luther is knocking on the door late. And I tell you what, Wyatt, if the Knights break through this time and I didn't pick them, I'm going to – Well, it's going to keep me up at so night. Because I've, I've stood out on a ledge before and it hasn't <laughs> yeah. worked. Yeah, I, I, you've stuck your neck out for them time and time again. It's funny because I actually am going to take Martin Luther in this game. I just have a gut instinct. Wow. They are going to win this game. I'm not sold on Bethany like you said. They had that big Can I win. but my pick now? Nope. You pick. That's why you pick first. I'll pick first on the men's side when we get there. But I just I have a feeling the Knights are going to get it done. Pick up that first win in conference play. And I'm personally looking for a big game from Heckendorf, as you are probably looking for a big game from Clarenbeek as well. But uh, yeah, I I, I will be interested to see the final on this one. I'm with you. I don't think it's more than a seven, six, five point. I just feel like these two teams are going to be in a tight one on Saturday. Nobody has the clear edge here, and I think the Knights can do it. Do the Knights maybe have a little bit of an edge, Wyatt? Because I mentioned the tough games that Bethany has had recently. They were last in action in that loss against Loris College I mentioned on this past Saturday. Martin Luther, on the other hand, though, Wyatt, has not played a contest since that win I mentioned against Buena Vista on the 13th of December. So they've had three weeks, Coach Garish and his staff, to prepare for this matchup alone. Is that helpful for a squad going back into UMAC play? And at the same time, yeah, so you ask yourself, it's it's either going to hurt them or it's going to help them, and there's no way to know until they get out on the court and you see them play, but... 
You can certainly use it as an excuse if it ends up biting you in the butt, and you can say, hey, Slow well, we've been off for three ready. weeks. Yeah, yeah but we're rusty. regardless, Ryan, these are Division three college athletes. They should be ready to go, ready okay. to play, regardless of when the last time they played. That's my personal opinion with that. So, All right. Anyways, but like you said, the predictions were both eleven and five total after the first weekend. I was seven and one on the women's side. You were six and two, so I did have the slight edge there on you for that. Of course, we both got the Northwestern uh, Bethany game wrong, and then I believe, as I look at it, you got the North. I, Cent- I stuck my neck out for Martin Luther Martin to beat Luther, North Central, yeah, and I'm not <laughs> sticking my neck out for them now at Bethany and watch they're going to win. They probably will. They probably <laughs> will, and you'll get what you deserve. If you're going to pick them that many times, you have to stick with them. But you're going. They're not at them. home. I've done it in so many spots. If this game is being played in New Ulm, in that raucous environment. With Toughest not as many play. Viking supporters. Toughest to play in, in the conference, according to On the coaches. men's side, at least. Well, but anyway, I'm picking Martin Luther if it's in New Ulm, but our sources right. tell us it's in Mankato. So this one now, as we move along, Northwestern hosting North Central, probably, you know, I'm going to say it is the game of the week on the women's side as the Eagles mm, are trying really? to get to 2-1. and one. Here's the deal. If they lose this game and drop to 1-2, and two, all of a sudden you're two games back from North Central, who owns the tiebreaker, and you will have lost to arguably your biggest rival, so, the question for you, Ryan, is this game more important for Northwestern or North Central? I would honestly say Northwestern. I probably because would, Because of what too. you just said. And then the next matchup that North Central has against the Eagles is going to be at Clark Danielson. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And the only reason I pose it is because you could maybe make the argument that Northwestern's still the team to beat in the conference, even though they lost to Bethany. So I could, would still agree so, with that, so, yeah. So you could argue that if Northwestern wins this one and then they own the tiebreaker over North Central, it's too big of a hole for North Central to come back. But they have Northwestern on their home floor mm-hmm. later this month. They do. So I would disagree. And they yeah. have them in a spot like you hey. just mentioned a few minutes ago. That weekend, it's the only game. So North Central I, can just prepare for that. I agree with you. I'm just saying you could make an argument you could. for it. So yep. uh, who do you like in this one? First off, 1 p.m. tip. Is that correct? Because we're going to yeah. be calling this game. I need to know when I'm supposed to show up. So... Well, you can get there as early as you would like to. I just, I hope you're there not too tight to one o'clock. Let's just I might way. play a little hoops that morning myself to loosen really? up and get, yeah, get my don't shot get down. Don't get too hurt though. I don't want you well, walking into hurt. the broadcast booth and saying you need to sit down because you can't stand because you're injured or something. Well, I'll do my best. No promises, but I got to, you know, loosen it up myself. It is 1 p.m. by the way. That it is, is 1 p.m. start. Yeah. And again, the men's games in all circumstances will follow here in all these matchups. Okay, so we broke down who it's more important for. Again, where these teams sit in the standings. You're first on the women's side, so you pick this one. Uh, give me a prediction. And you know what? You you tell me to give you final scores all the time. I'm going to tell you to give At me a final score. Okay. You'll oblige. You love doing it. So give okay. me a final score on this one. Yeah, it's interesting, Wyatt. I mean, these two clubs have had a lot of great matchups against each other in the past few years. Northwestern getting over the hump last year, winning the conference in the regular season and postseason. So last time they played was on that fateful Sunday afternoon, the 26th of February in 2023. Will they see each other again late February this year? We'll wait and see. But Eagles won 57-42. Before I make my pick, is this the first of three matchups that will take place this year, in your opinion, Wyatt, between Northwestern and North Central? I'll say yes. I don't know if the third one's going to be the semis, the championship, but considering we both would agree these are two of the four playoff teams, very good possibility they play at some point in the postseason. Yeah, I would agree with you, and I think this will be the first of three matchups between the two this year. Northwestern got back a very important piece their last two games. They played over break, played some good basketball out in California against good competition. Riley Hershey maybe the difference. Northwestern's bench is going to start making more of an impact in this year of 2024. Eagles win, and they win by 5-plus in this ballgame. 
and I need to give so, you a score because you asked for it. Yeah, I was going to say you almost just didn't do what I specifically no. asked. Well, I'm saying by 5+, plus, and I'm going to say but... they win by 7. Their first matchup last year was compelling. North Central made a late push. It was 73-64. I'm going to go the Eagles win this one, 68-61. Okay. So you think Riley Hershey immediately impacts She's double this figures team off and... the bench. She makes at least two three-pointers, probably three-factor. Yeah, I mean, she's a big part of it, and we talked about it in our New Year's resolutions. They need more out of that bench, and they need the defense to start the offense. She's a big part of it. I mean, she's a scorer, but she does other things as well for this team, the likes of Terry, Pasternich, Hershey, and others off the bench. To combine with what they have in that starting five, they're the deepest team in the UMAC, and you're going to see it on display, giving North Central their first loss on Saturday. I look at it and I say, okay, what's the path to victory for North Central if they're to do it? Is it going to be somebody like Brewster who has a really big game, impacts it both offensively and defensively, and gets in passing lanes? Mabang, and I know that's not how you say her last name, but again, it's still cooler because she's knocking down trays left and right. Is she going to have to hit some outside shots? Is it going to be inside with Vanderblum? You know, do they go, what's the game plan here for North Central? So. I do. Personally. You got two of their posts. You got Kayla Hola and Vanderplug on your score. I don't even know if we're going to see her. I'm hopeful, fingers crossed, that she does play because um, that not only would be a benefit to me, but that adds another element to the North Central offense and, and just team as a whole. I'm fascinated to see wh- where they attack Northwestern and how they approach this game. Part of me thinks it's got to be the guard play from the Rams. If they're going to win this game, they're going to have to play nearly perfect on the road because you know Northwestern's going to be ready. They were out in California. They were getting games in. North Central got some games in, too. They yep. played They played Tuesday earlier this week, lost by five at Cornell. So they've been playing. Both teams have been in action recently. Riley Hershey's back, like you said, for Northwestern. I still think the Eagles are the most complete team, and I think that loss to Bethany almost hurts North Central in this case because they have Northwestern's attention now, and they're mm. not going to catch them sleeping. Okay. So I think Coach Call has his team ready to go. Hey, look, if they want to go back-to-back and win the regular season title, this is a very important game and step in order to do so. I think he'll preach that to his team ahead of time, and I think we get a very inspired response and performance from Northwestern, and they win this game. So worth noting on the injury front, Riot, because we didn't see some of Kayla Hola earlier this year. She did play Tuesday earlier this week, 22 minutes off the bench, 7 points, 12 boards. So she's very much a factor. factor. Double-double. Telso's back in the starting lineup. She had six points, yeah. six assists, and that's, two points as well. So it looks like that's a big name. What I'm seeing, they have their full complement. Northwestern has their full complement back as well. So we should see again. I don't know all the information, but looking at the latest box scores, it should be the full complement for both sides and could be playing in a game where there's not many fans in the gym. Unfortunately, it's but, many versus well, Paul, yeah. two squads who are tight, and, but students aren't in class. They get a break for this one. Normally we would challenge the student section and say, hey, you got to be there, but they're not in school right now. So they yeah. get a free pass on this one if you're not in attendance. But if you're local, we get it. If you're local, you, you should be there. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to tell my brother he should be there. Now, Willie, we'll find out. Was he there? He was there earlier this week for Northwestern yeah. basketball. I think I maybe saw. Okay. He yeah, was there. He okay. was. Um, I don't know if he stayed the entire time or what the I can't confirm that because I know the game didn't necessarily go that well but anyways that's okay we'll talk about that team a little this is a sonic blockbuster really I'm excited for it huge game with playoff implications so easily the place to be this do we have to try to match the energy that Dan Schulman and Jay Billis have on their sonic blockbusters I mean no we'll bring the energy i can tell you that if you want me to be jay billis and you're dan shulman i can be jay billis i can just say like i don't know why the refs have to explain this like (laughs) let's just play a game let's go they made the call let's go i mean how many times does he he say that a game he says it multiple times every game 
think and then he's, he's like, oh, good. yeah, that's that's a bad call there. They they missed that one. I, I think he's pretty good for the most part. I like he, Dan, he I'm a big fan really, of Dan Schulman, too. Jay Billis, I love Dan Schulman. Jay Billis has some really good stuff, but he just irritates me a little bit, just slightly. Okay. But, but he's better than Bill Walton. Yeah, way better than Bill Walton. Let's head to the WAC, Crown, Minnesota Morris. And no, not the West Athletic Conference Division One. that WAC. We're talking about the WAC here in the UMAC. The Wild Athletic Center. Yes, where the Crown Polars are going to be taking on the Minnesota Morris Cougars. I'll send it over to you for this one, Ryan. What do you think is going to happen here? Both teams one and one big, big game. Again, early on, these swing games can make a big difference as you make a playoff push later in the year. How do you see this one shaping out? Fun matchup. I mean, we could get a really good one between these two clubs, two that are maybe middle-ish of the UMAC that both have the potential when they're playing their best to be at that top tier. I don't know. Would you disagree, Wyatt? I would say right now, I think you have, I mean, you know, you you mentioned the standings earlier. Superior North Central are 2-0. and would you say those two and Northwestern and Morris are all the top tier? Well, no. No, I wouldn't say they're all in the top tier. Morris's ceiling is certainly higher than Crown's when they play their best. And with the lineup and the roster that they have, they haven't hit that mark yet. I don't think they're in that top tier at the moment. Crown's in that second tier right in the middle. Could easily fight for a playoff spot. These are the kind of games, though, you got to prove it and prove yeah. that you belong. So. And is the difference that you just mentioned between those two, is the difference the whack? I mean, them playing at home, does that give them well, just enough to get over the edge? Why are you asking me? Because you're the one that's got to make the pick first, remember? Well, no, I know. I'm, it just, could, I'm just saying It very well could be. Out. I'll say this. I, I wouldn't hesitate about making this pick if this game was in Morris. But I have to yeah. think about it a little bit because it is at the whack. So Good point. That, that answers your question, I guess. They've both played recently. I mean, talking about time off after the break, Cron will have last played a week ago, Saturday the 30th. They lost... At River Falls, Morris playing earlier on this week in a loss that they had against Waldorf on Wednesday the 3rd. So all that is to be said, Blatsky, I mean, she's she's got to step up in a game like this, I think, for Crown and Coach Tussler. It's like we talked about in the resolutions, Wyatt. Find a way to have a chance in the half court because, you know, Morris, when they're at their best, it's defensively where they're creating turnovers. So I think Crown in this ball game, a number to watch. Can they keep it under 15 turnovers? That's what I think they're going to be preaching in practice throughout this week, preparing for this game. And, you know, a Morris team right now that seems to get better the last multiple years, the further the season goes along. And I would say this year as well, Coach Grove and his assistants would tell you we got to be better, even though this is a really experienced team. We have some players who are not so experienced, like Matty Grove on this team as well, who are maybe still learning what UMAC play is all about. I got crowned in a tight one. I think that home court oh. is just enough. And you you like the numbers? So I'll give you a number. I'm always. Uh, I, I wasn't going to make you for this one, but okay, certainly you can. Feel free. I think it's within how, five. How about this? Within Not a five. score prediction. What's the over under set at in this game? It is uh, one twenty. <clears throat> oh, total score. Okay. Yeah, one twenty, uh, one fifteen. Yeah, because I feel say, like you said Morris is going to try and slow it down, and yeah. So I imagine it's a lower scoring game around the sixties or fifties. One twelve and a half is the right, over under. One twelve and a half. Yeah, that would be we'll remember 57, that number. 56 or something. Yeah, like remember that. that number for later, kids. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm the opposite of this one, so look at us. We have two different picks already, and we're only three picks into they this They feel thing like tonight. they're coin flip games, though, don't they? It, yeah, like I said, if this game was in Morris, I wouldn't hesitate, but with it being at the whack, I do have to consider if it. If it was on a neutral floor, is it straight up pick them? No. If it's on a neutral floor, I would give Morris like a five-point edge okay. for sure. Okay. Again, their ceiling's higher when they play their best, and yep. you even mentioned it in your answer. You said... 
they start to play better every year when the still, calendar turns. We're still early January. Do we not we see them are, start to round into form? But later when this the month? calendar turns, they always play better. So I think they're going to play better. You're I think expecting it more in 2024 from Morris. Yes. Okay. I am. I'm not going to give you a score prediction. I do think Maddie Grove starts to bounce back. There's certainly things to be concerned about with this team right now. They haven't played their best. They haven't hit their marks or where they want to be. But they're going to turn this thing around. They're going to be just fine. Keep in mind, Ryan, outside of one game last year to begin 2024, which was at Crown, they lost, ironically. That's why I'm picking the Polish. That's why you're picking them. After that, they had won six straight. They didn't lose again in January. So I think it takes them a little bit, though, to get going. A little bit. But I think they have enough to get it done. Revenge game. This time they go into whack. They remember what happened last year 72 to 70. I don't know if you remember that game. Barn burner. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, Morris gets it done this time. So we're opposite there. I doubt we're going to be opposite on our last one, Superiors hosting Northland. Is there any part of you that thinks Northland can pull the upset? No, sorry. Me either. <laughs> Superior rolls, and they get to 3-0. and And if this plays out the way we think it does this weekend, Ryan, that would mean they'll be the only undefeated team remaining in the UMAC on the women's side. And if that's the case, their next matchup would be at dun, Northwestern. Dun, dun. It just gets better and better. So, I mean, it we does. have a chance We have a chance to really set things up for some great matchups next weekend or, I guess, the following weekend, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah, and we zoom and, out to 5,000 feet, Wyatt. People are saying, you know, there's a good chance to knock down the defending champs Northwestern. They already got a loss early on this season. Yes, their next two are at home, but their next two games are against the two teams that are so far undefeated this year in UMAC play who could for sure beat them. They have a so chance. So if there's a chance to, you know, Northwestern not be the repeat, this is it, this stretch. Right now, yeah. yeah. This is also a chance for them to assert their dominance once again and say, true, we're still the best team in this not conference. Not so fast. you so, got to take the crown. That's what we got. So we're both on Superior. We split Morris and Crown with you taking Crown, me on Morris. We both got Northwestern, and then we split with me taking your Knights and you taking the Vikings. I really hope that doesn't come back to bite you, but in a sense... I think it's going to happen, and I'm here for it, and I would kind of make fun of you a little bit because you've stuck your neck out for them so many times, and yeah. you're just too heartbroken. That's that's what I'm getting. That's I mean, the I went with the home team in every matchup, even though if there's a weekend to do it, this probably isn't the one because schools are on Christmas break, and there could be lighter crowds across the UMAC this weekend. I hope I'm wrong. I hope there's still at least decent crowds across the board, but yeah, I went 4-4 four for four with the home teams. Yeah, and you're a believer in that home court advantage, so you're all over it. And so, so. by the way, you know, we mentioned the predictions and fantasy and everything. Um, I'm much closer to you on the women's side of fantasy, so I still got hope there. The men's side, that's... That's gonna be you got to quit declaring any of this stuff over. Not, I have not declared it over, but I mean, you're up okay. like 150 on the men's side. Like that's just really tough. Who's going to be your from? leading score? Last thing on the women's side, who's going to be your leading score this weekend? For your team? Great question. One game, you called her out and said she's going to learn what it's like. She is still learning, I said. Yeah, and you said that's okay. part of the reason you're taking crown. I think Maddie Grove bounces back. She's going to be your leading scorer. And leads okay. the way. Or maybe in a shocker on the road, Heckendorf. She had two very consistent games the first week. Maybe she does that again. Got to stick with one. Give me one, Wyatt. No, I'm going to take Grove. I'm just saying she could <laughs> okay. also be okay. a key role in a game that would be considered a 50-50 toss-up. 
box score stats, does she got to score 15 plus to win for Morris? I Which, mean, you oh, and I Grove? think it could be somewhat lower scoring. What? How many does she have to score for them to win on the road? See, I think they're balanced enough. She could be around 10 and they still could win. Okay. Other players can step up too. I think she has a big game though. And I think she is above 15 and she contributes in other ways and plays one of her better games and Morris shows there for real once again. My leading score I'm predicting will be in the same game. Mackenzie Latsky at the mm-hmm. WAC last year put up 23 points on the Cougars. She, she got to do six that again. of nine from deep. She's going to have to do that again. Coach Grove is listening to this saying that is not going to happen know, again. It's We're going to defend her from three. You would think the slam dunk is just saying Lexi Hagen would. But you talk about balance. Northwestern's so balanced. I mean, she has had some big games, and she had big games last year as well against North Central. Could but, certainly be Vanderplug for me, too. She had two really good let's games. Just, and, so. just go down your whole Could roster. be all of them, but anyways. <laughs> all right, let's go. we got to go to the men's side. Let's take a look at the men's standings up to this point after the first weekend of play. Some surprising ones, Ryan. I, I think when you look at the teams that are 0-2, you'd be saying to yourself, that's not right. They were two of the teams that were going to contend uh, for the title. So working backwards, and sadly, no, I'm not talking about Northland, although they could maybe surprise some people. You picked but them to beat Morris, and they were I so did, close. And they went to overtime and <sighs> broke my heart. But it's early. Northland's 0 2, and then the two teams I was referring to Superior and Northwestern, both 0 2 after getting swept last weekend, or I guess not last weekend. About a month ago. In the opener. <laughs> it feels, feels like a long time ago. And then the teams in the middle are North Central Martin Luther at 1 1, Morris, Crown, and Bethany, all 2 and 0. And on winning streaks as they head into this weekend. So let's go from top to bottom like we did on the women's side and start with Bethany hosting Martin Luther. Kind of the same question I just asked you on the last game, Superior and Northland. Is there any chance of an upset here in Mankato? Can the Knights do anything to slow down that Vikings offense right now and just the wagon it has been? I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to ask you a question. Is that okay? As long as you answer my question first. I tell my wife this. You answer a lot of my questions with questions. I don't want that response back. I need an answer, and then you can ask a question. Okay, so I'll answer your question. No. I think Bethany wins in almost any way this game is played. Okay. My question for you, TDW, question mark? No, but shout out to Hunter Nielsen for the TDW. Not the triple digits as a team, but the, the triple, triple double. double watch. And he got it done, so he deserves a huge shot. You were you were doubting him. You said it couldn't be done. He hasn't done it in the UMAC play yet. Hunter, that's well, all I'm going to say. Do it in more, UMAC play. It's more impressive he did it outside of UMAC play. How's it more impressive? I mean, it what if he did this is. like against Superior? It just is, because he said, man, I could just throw in the towel, non-conference game. We know what's important. Oh, he was up for the game. Oh, he was up, yeah. and what a performance. Just incredible. I mean, it's a big win. But I think he's had a couple of big wins recently, Ryan. And Do you want to say the numbers he got quickly, though, from the Warper game on Saturday? If you have in front of me, I don't remember what the exact. Yeah, so I know the, it was the 10 triple blocks. double you've been asking for. Yeah, it's not just any triple Yeah, it wasn't double, like it was blocks. steals. It was with the blocks. Yep. 19 points. 13 boards, tying a career high. Unbelievable. 10 blocks in the ball game, And he did it in 32 minutes, Wyatt. It's yeah. not like he was out there for 39 well, that's, minutes. That's a long time, too, though. Sure. I mean, 32 minutes is, a, is but, a good portion. Yeah, there's still some meat on the bone, and he still got it done. But, yeah, so they beat Warburg. They beat Central, who absolutely just took it to Northwestern really earlier this season. The team who led all of NCAA Division Three in rebound margin per game. Bethany didn't win the rebound margin, but they were minus one. And they did it with your guy, Hunter Nielsen. That's what I was going to say. 
playing 12 minutes. Yeah, that's what's so scary about Bethany is they can just switch on any given night. And Mason Ackley can go off for, what was it, 31? Give him a shout-out. 31 for my guy. When I said, I look like a genius right now because I think it was a couple weeks ago, I had said Hunter Nielsen and Mason Ackley, there's not another team or even a single player in this conference that replicates what they do. And it's so true. So true. Ackley was working on the big guy for Central for portions of that game. Without Hunter for a lot of it. Yeah, Yeah. just unbelievable what they've been able to do. Shout out Bangu, too. 14 boards for him. Late clutch three. In a way, we owe them an apology. I do, at least, for saying Superior was the team, and they were going to do it this year. Bethany's the clear favorite. They've reminded us. Just want to remind you guys. They've reminded us of that this year, and they're they're very scary. They're doing this all without Sagadol still, by the way. So keep that in mind. So, yeah, I'm with you. He may be back soon, though. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just going to leave it there. Teaser. Total, That's spe- how you total tease. speculation. We're trying to piece some things together. Well, it's a tease, and we don't actually have any information to give you after the tease. It's speculation, but I think it's speculation that isn't totally reckless, just partially yeah. reckless. How about that? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I'll take Bethany in this game as well. Martin Luther, can they find a little more magic? Can they keep it rolling? They if the they win over pick Northwestern, up two wins early this year against Northwestern and Bethany, we got to start talking about them being the favorite. This is a whole nother level. This is not in the vaunted yep. MLC gym. This is at the North Gym in Mankato. Nobody's giving them a chance again. Maybe they like it that way. Yeah. Coach Holtzeder is saying, hey, this is exactly what we want. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. You got to reach out to your sources done. at MLC. Or they could reach out to us, UAOTheHumac at gmail.com. Again, all was open. Bethany wins were both on the same page there. Kind of like on the women's side, this North Central and Northwestern game is incredible. I wouldn't say it's the best game of the week on the men's side, but if you were to pick one gym to be in for both, this would probably be be the place, the Erickson Center. I'm not saying that because we're going to be there. But but you're not displeased that you're I'm not there. displeased that these are the matchups we got this weekend. So so this hypothetical is true. When I ask you hypothetically, you had to be locked in a gym. Now do you think clear, we could talk in, to Doctor but... Hill and see if he'll let us stay the night? Well, I was going to say in these other scenarios, you've had to stay the night in this hypothetical because it's Friday Saturday. Could we do it? Could Here's we just get into the Erickson Center and just stay over Friday I, night. And... I mean. You don't live that far away. I don't live that far away. I don't think there's a Possible. need. I don't think it's there's possible. a need to do that. North Central's one and one on the year, but four straight losses. Northwestern, well, they've taken it one step farther. They have five straight losses. They start seven and zero for the first time in program history. Ryan, they proceed to lose their next five and their own two in conference play, and they look like a mess right now. So, similarly to the question I asked about these two teams on the women's side, is this game more important for Northwestern or North Central? What a question. I mean, you set up all that. I'm full of good questions. As your guy would say. As Both our guy would say. need to end losing streaks. Anarchy? Nope. nope. It's just college it basketball. It's just college basketball. Yeah, somebody's losing streak is going to end. I mean, both teams has got really good competition recently in games that they have lost. I mean, North Central over, you know, the last time that since they've played UMAC play, they've played three out of their last four against YX schools. They've had a few close calls and haven't been able to get over the ledge. You don't forget, though, what happened last January, Wyatt. I know you don't. You have a great memory. I know you don't. Last January in the Erickson Center, North Central beat them up a little bit, and Northwestern fell to 1-2 and two to start off UMAC play, and many people were saying, oh, no, the sky is falling, and then Northwestern eventually turned it on. Does this feel different, though? I mean, it just it feels similar in a way that it's such a big game for Northwestern. They couldn't find a way to win it last year, and then after that is when you know they started to get their footing again. I mean, going back to your question, 
because I know you don't like it when people don't answer your questions and they give you a question back. Well, it's fine if you answer it or give me a question, but you got to answer it first. Yes. Who is it more important for? I think the school that needs this win more is Northwestern because they're 0-2 yep. and North Central's 1-1 and and North Central's going to get, similar to what I said on the women's side, they're going to get Northwestern on their home floor later on this month. Would North Central love to beat the Eagles in their gym again? Absolutely. Could they possibly beat them in their gym again? No doubt about it. But the biggest problem for Northwestern and their losing streak wide has been, we talked about it on our New Year's resolution well, spot last week, things, the defense. But defense more the than defense. anything. And, you know, some Rams fans are going to find this offensive, but I feel like this is a matchup for Northwestern where if you want to get the defense back on track, this is a manageable game. Now, you're still going to have to score. I think you're still going to have to score at least 65, if not 70-plus to win this game. But I'll say this, Wyatt. If Northwestern lets up 80, 85-plus to the Rams and loses this game, that is a glaring, glaring problem. Now, it's still a problem if they lose the game 64 to 61, and it's more of a defensive battle. But if they're letting up a big number to North Central, then there are serious problems with this defense. And we already know it's somewhat of an issue, and Coach Groves and his staff are trying to fix it. But I think Northwestern needs this game more for sure. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's more important for them. So you think they get it done and they win at home and avoid the. You got to do these start. ones first. Remember you said that. That's why I didn't get my pick. No. No. You got to well, pick we, these ones first. Well, you did for the Bethany game because oh, we were both that's on the right. same page. So that's, that's right. why okay. I was. Don't worry. I'll pick this one first. I the based on everything you said, you're you're picking Northwestern. I actually am going to take North Central in this matchup. I just wow. have not liked what I've seen from Northwestern. The defense, there's there's no reason North Central can't score on this team right now. The guards have got to find a way to get stops defensively, be more consistent. One of them will have a good game, but the other ones don't. You know what I mean? You're they like Naimari and Bainey? Whether it's Naimari, Bainey, Lavelle coming off the Foster bench. Nash. Yeah, I mean, they're all kind of just trading games where one plays well, but the others aren't there. They need to play well at the same time, and until they do that, I'm not confident in this team. I, I just I don't like what I've seen, and... Imagine this. They lose this game and they go to 0-3. Then they got Superior coming into town next week. Doesn't get any easier. Crazy, Ryan. What could possibly be up against this Northwestern team? I do think North Central wins this game. I think they've been so close. Well, I know they've been so close in multiple matchups this year to getting over that hump like you mentioned. And I just think they'll have enough in the tank and want to get that win again so they'll make it another trip into the Erickson Center with a successful victory and a little bit of an upset. Give me the Rams. So last season when they beat Northwestern, it was lower scoring. That's why I brought it yeah, up. 64-54. So yep. are they putting up a bigger number like multiple teams have? And Northwestern's played tough competition I think recently, it's in the 60s. But, okay, so you think they win the game and they hold Northwestern to low 60s or lower and they win what? Lower mid-60s. Low mid-60s and they win okay. a close one. Okay. So they, it's not they're they, doing what other teams do and they're putting 75, 80 plus. Yeah, they, they muck it up in the okay. middle and just like, you know what I mean? Take your time. Thomas, and, maybe a double-double. Yeah. The, the worst thing that could happen for North Central would be to get into like a track meet. And okay. I don't think they will. I know Northwestern's going to want to push That's that. not their MO anyway. But no, they'll, they'll do a good enough job of slowing this game down and giving themselves a chance. I'm pulling up their statistics. They average 72 a game, but that's skewed a little bit based off of a couple of results. They don't yep. want to play that quick. They're going to be down in the 60s if they can. Which Northwestern's content with playing there, too. Now, they will from time to time, especially when Jay gets the ball in an outlet pass in transition. They'll try to push from time to time. I mean, Northwestern has that to him as well. But 
Can you imagine, Wyatt, if North Central wins and Coach Becker starts off his career at NCU with two wins at Northwestern to start his tenure with the Rams? Might never happen again for a North Central head coach. One, he's probably going to be there an extremely long time unless he gets, you know, an opportunity elsewhere. When you say that, you mean 10 plus? I'm saying he's a young young guy. So he can be there for 20 years? He's a young guy. Okay. He could be. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that that would be remarkable. And uh, we'll see if they can get it done. You're right. I am going to take Northwestern. I feel like they are in such a desperation mode, even though you may not be able to call this a must win. What do you like to say, Wyatt, when it's not Well, a no, must you win? had a better one, I feel like. Say yours. It's as close to a must win as you can get for the first week of January. Yeah, That's I like that. I and it's true. It. It's true. How do you like to label it? Well, I say too. Yeah, it is. But people have heard it before. It's the M-U-S and I'm about ready to cross the T. And you feel like that's accurate for where Northwestern is, for how important of a game this is. Yeah. You could flip it on North Central, too, saying you lose this one and you're one and two. And Northwestern has the tie break over you. I mean, then you've you got still get them later so this month. Yeah, you do. And I understand you get to play them again, Ryan. But yeah. It's tough to lose that first one. You'd like to have it in your back pocket if possible. For sure. The first time around. So. Yeah. And it's tough. North Central won't be able to start home playing in the UMAC for at least a little bit longer here still as they start with three on the road. But, yeah, this this should be super compelling. Mini versus Paul. I hope we get a lot of fans in the building, Wyatt, but uh, I don't know how many we will get. But two great games at the Erickson Center on Saturday, and uh, well, I know you and I are looking forward to it. To be clear on North Central, you mean this is their third game on the road because then yes. the following weekend they are home. Yes. They, they host but the just Wisconsin three on the road teams. to start. Yep. yep, three on the road to start. Uh, Superior hosts Northland. Speaking of the Wisconsin teams, that's a 445 tip following the women's game. I don't know. I just I, I have a tough time picking Northland in this one, Ryan. I, I think the Jackets are the much more complete team, and they're desperate. Remember, I, I going to say them, they're they're both zero two though. I picked them to win the conference, which shame on me because of how good Bethany has hey, been. It's still early. One. I understand. I'm just saying Bethany and Superior hasn't played Bethany yet. Bethany so was the clear option. As here. bizarre as this sounds, Wyatt, they run the table, they win it. It's true. Superior still controls their own destiny to yeah. win the UMAC. That statement is true. Actually, no. It's no, not. wait, they don't. Chris, Crown, they would, they would need help, help from You're Crown. Right. <laughs> but, but if but they the run the table, part, I think do. it's safe to say they would win it at 12-2. and <laughs> yeah. Two. Yeah. Um, I just mean that Bethany's been so good, so I shouldn't have doubted them or looked over them. But, yeah, I mean, Superior's still a very good team. They, they love to hound you defensively. I think Javon Walker still has a lot of ball in front of him this season that's going to look really, really good. I think he's going to take it to even another level. I think Superior wins this game at home. They have to have it. They're not dropping to 0-3. Coach Polkowski will have his guys ready to play. It's a really tough spot for Northland, considering how the first weekend went. You were so close to beating Morris. Then you drop your next one in your own two in conference, and now you got to go at Superior, who's angry. They're yeah. looking for their first win. Somebody's O has got to go, and Superior's going to be that team. They'll get it done. Yeah, they're on a little bit of a skid wide, and they picked up a win their last time out this past Saturday. Shout out to my guy Joseph Farenholtz, thirty plus burger. Does Just your make guy sure to pass it to Javon? Well, I was going to say too. he I put mean, up thirty five and nine in that ball game. Are you going to be worried that lot. he's going to be shooting too he much then coming off that saying, performance? He, the man shoots a lot. I'm all about getting mine when I play ball too, but. If it's not there, just make sure you get it to my guy, Javon, and let him go to work. If Joseph has another big game, could that be the dagger in your fantasy hopes? I mean, you've already almost called it Well, I've already said it's going to be tough to overcome (laughs) that. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm not getting my hopes up by any means. I bring that up, Wyatt, because Javon Walker, last game out on Saturday, did not make a single field goal. 
I know it's hard to believe. I, I, you just gave me a look I, like, are you lying? No. He scored five points. They're all at the free throw line. And they won. They won because Joseph Fahrenholtz put up 35 and yeah. nine. No one else says a lot about that team. That's why I like them so much. But you could well, also say they, they need to find some more balance. Like well, that's, yes, they need balance. So it's, it's kind of like saying, okay, if you're going to get 40 out of them, does it matter if it's 35 and five or 20 and no. 20 though? If you're getting yeah. 40 out of them. Sure. I don't know. I mean, sure. it'd be good to have the balance because then you got more than one option. One of those two guys, though, on every night you're saying has got it. As long as one of them does yeah. their thing, yeah. Fair. And then they just need the surrounding cast to, to do enough. Do they win by double digits? Can yeah. Northland yes. at least keep it tight? Okay, they do win by double I'll digits. I'll take Superior by double digits. Okay. What I'm interested to see, if they do win big, is this the game where the offense breaks out and they score 75-plus, 80-plus? They have it in them. If I'm a Jacket fan, you I know it may sound greedy, that. that's what I want to see. Yeah. You don't doubt the defense. I want to see 70-plus if I'm a Jacket fan. And their two UMAC losses, remember, they scored 58 and 63 points. So it's not a factor of all oh, their defense just let Crown and Morris go up and down the floor and they couldn't handle them. They lost two games in which they held both those teams under 70. Realistically, defense has been good enough to win games. Yeah. So all that being said, I do think the Jackets get it right here, similar to Northwestern. There's so much motivation going into this game. They'll be ready. It's the only game of the weekend, full week off coming in. They score 80-plus. They win by 13-plus points. All right, 13-plus. Not even just double digits, but 13-plus. Yeah. yeah. This is the game of the weekend on the men's side. You'd agree, right, Morris at Crown? Fill up the whack. 2-0, and 2-0, and fill up the whack. I'm sure it'll be a packed house even though they are on break. No excuses. They're going to get anybody they can to fill the gym, Ryan. For a crown men's basketball supporters, Wyatt, after this season, it's going to look a lot different. Like, you got a ton of guys where yeah. this is their last run and you've seen them play for so many years. Get out there. You don't have an excuse. You could argue. Enjoy these next few months. You could argue, and I know they went to the NCCAA tournament. Yep. But going back to their... Lost to Northwestern in the conference championship. You could argue this is the biggest game they've had since that because yeah. the the season in between there just a lot happened. Injuries. Never got they, the train they were on never, the track. Yeah, they were never really in a position to have a huge matchup. The train is on the track right now, and it's rolling. <laughs> and they have an opportunity to get to three and zero. Somebody's always got to go two and overs, two and zero. Strength on strength, best on best. What do you think, your guy Kenny Placide? He going to be in for a big game? I'm looking forward to seeing. How Morris defends Cade Carroll. Dude's just been a because he, he can hover. He can hover around the three point line. Yeah. He can try to take it down low. They had an exhibition earlier this week against Winona State. I don't look too much into that. Their last legitimate game, if you want to put it that way, Wyatt, hosting Amaya Club, Concordia College, the Cobbers, one of your favorite mascots in all of Division Three college basketball. Yeah. Saturday the thirtieth, they win ninety four eighty four. Cade put up 38 and 8 in this ball game, 10 of 15, 5 of 8 from deep. Guy's on an absolute heater right he now. Is. How does Morris try to slow him down? How can you slow him down? I don't know, and I know this. They're playing Cleveland State right now, so I decided to just check. Yeah, Morris is. And they just gave up 53 in the first half. Valley City State, I should say. I was going to say. Um, I don't. What did I say? Cleveland. State. Yeah, no, it's not Cleveland. State. I have no idea like where that came Missouri from. Missouri Valley. Oh, wow. Here's why. It's because the leading scorer for Valley City is Cleveland uh, Bedgood. That's his name. B e d g o. His first name's Cleveland. Cleveland. So oh. I saw that, and then I saw the state, or so I was like Cleveland State. But yeah, they just gave up fifty. Morris in, the first in that half. game just pack it in second Defense half. Stay healthy. Needs to be better. Get ready for the game against Crown. Defense needs to be better. Yeah. So my question. It was good against Superior. Like you just said, is it going to be good enough to beat Crown on their home court? Yeah. It's not just Carroll. 
They got a lot of other guys that have stepped up and played really, JVD's really well. JVD's been playing some good ball. JVD's playing well. Even a guy like Bainey coming off the bench this yep. year. I mean, is he the most effective player in the conference off the bench? Like sixth man? I say, where are you going with this? He's up there. He's up there. In that conversation right bigger, now. A his, bigger deep dive, yeah. His production has been good enough to certainly put him in that category and in that conversation. So he they is, got guys. He is in the running for the Lou Williams Award this year in the UMAC. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. We've talked before, Wyatt, Absolutely. about making up our own awards for the end of the year where we give out awards that aren't as Name part of the, the Carter Bainey Award if he <laughs> if he wins it, and then that'll be the award moving forward. Yeah. Um, but it's not just him. Buckner has been really good this year for him. But, yeah, I mean, Masics like you said. stays on the floor a ton, does a lot of little things. Yep. If, if Kid Carroll's scoring 38, you're in trouble. Well, because here's the deal. If you got Placide who needs to stay on the block, because if Buckner's just going to stamp you know, his feet on the block and be in the paint, how do you have a guy like Basid or someone else out on Carroll on the wing? That's what's so tough. Like, if you do a two-man game with those two guys on one side of the floor, like, if I'm Coach Herbert, that's what I'm doing. If this game is oh, tight yeah. late, I mean, JVD you have as an option in the corner or wherever he wants it as a kickout. But otherwise, I'm playing a two-man game between Carroll and Buckner, and I'm going with whatever matchup I like, and I'm letting that guy go. Yeah, I would almost just let Cade get it up top, put Buckner Clear on the out. block. And then put JVD in the corner, and then you just let them create over there and floor wide. If they help, you kick it. If not, you do yeah. your thing. I think Crown wins the game. Maybe Morris will prove me wrong yet again. Been doubting them all year. I picked Northland to beat them. Didn't have much respect for them in the preseason poll. They're two now. They're they're here. They they've put it on their bulletin board. They've probably cut up some audio that I'm not aware of, and they've been listening to it. You got Paul Dak. Paul Dak. He be in for a big game. He has to be. If they if they want to win this game or even have a chance, I, I think he's got to be the guy, and that's not really going out 20, on a limb. 25? Yeah, around there. Kenny Placide's got to have a big game, too. Yep. So, I mean, those Biggest guys. Biggest scene I'm looking with Placide against them, mm-hmm. you got to stay on the floor. Yeah. And I know they like to sub a lot, and Morris you know, likes to go pretty deep. That's what Paul Grove has done in the past. I'm interested to see, could this be a game Placide goes 30-plus minutes and he's on the floor a lot because he may Which, have to be. then you ask yourself, if you're crowned knowing that, do you go at him? I would. Early and see if, if I'm Coach Herbert and his staff, I'm trying trouble. to get fouls on 21 early in the ballgame. I uh, I think Crown is definitely more improved. I don't even think they're more improved. I just think everybody's healthy and they're finally playing as a unit Buckner, again. And you can't and they ignore did. that. Okay, you're right. I mean, so they're big. better. They're yeah. probably better. He's he's the replacement to Royston. Though. Yes. And Royston was an awesome player last he year. He was. So. And they're all healthy and playing well. So yep. they're finally the version of what we thought they were going to be in the 22-23 season. I'll take Crown at home. This team is scary. They very well could win this conference if they continue to play their best basketball. This is a big game right here, though. This is a big game. And I think they'll get it done at home. Sonic Blockbuster, round two. Another one. We switch one over. On the men's side. I was going to say, there's one on each side. You switch over from the women's side to the men's side after those games finish. Have yourself a nice Saturday. If Shulman and Billis are on the call for one of them, who gets this one? Oof. Bob Oshusen, Fran Fraschilla. That's exactly. I was thinking Bob Oshusen. Yeah. I was thinking it's got to be anybody but Bill Walton. You can't yeah. put Roxy and Bill, Bill or Walton. Dave. Pa- this isn't a he Pac-12 does some games game. with Roxy too, doesn't he, he? The first Pac-12 game he did this year on ESPN was last Thursday with Roxy hey, Bernstein. You know, I always like Roxy. I he like does Sean a good job. Farnham. I like Sean yeah. Farnham. I watched so. some of that game just to laugh at Bill Walton. It was good. Yeah. And then obviously in the the halftime studio or whatever, you got to have Seth Greenberg and ripping him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, good job. Anyway, so crown in this ball game, Wyatt. I think you and I would both agree. Morris, we've talked so much in the past about they love to play up and down, up and down. I think it's not exactly the same with them this year. I mean, they won a lower-scoring game 
against Superior. They don't have the likes of Connie Geezer and some other guys who graduated last year. Do they got to keep this game? Crown get, can't get more than 80 to win 85. I mean, where does it get to well, a point yeah, where it's too I mean, up and down ideally, and they can't keep up? Ideally, you want them around 70 if possible. But if it it's gonna does, be tough. If, well, it is, but there's ways to do it. Okay. If, if it does extend to 80, 85, yeah, you're in big trouble. I just think the longer the game goes and the more up and down it gets, the more possessions crown, crown. the more possessions crown has probably the better. Okay. You know, and Moore's can play that way and they can play quick and I get it, but I think crown's a little bit better and that would be a style that they would want to impose. I definitely agree. You got crown in this ball game and because they're healthy, I got crown as well, but I think this one is Single digits. Do you want an exact number? Fine. You're going to pry it out of me. Okay. I think Crown is going to win this ball game, 83 to 77. Okay. That'd be a great, that'd be well worth the ticket of admission. Yeah. I mean, both these games yeah. should be really fun. They should. Get out to a UMAC court this weekend. We'll be at the Erickson Center. Yep. If you want to say hi to us, come on over. Working. Northwestern. Very, very serious, though. I mean, we're not just going to be sitting there yeah, with the I mean, feet up, the game, eating some the, popcorn. We're not going to be doing that. If the game is going on, don't say hi then. Wait until yeah. halftime or Yeah, but or we'd whatever. love to talk. But, genuinely. Uh, yeah, come find us. Yeah, so other than that game, by the way, we were the same on all three picks. Crown, Superior, Bethany, and then I took North Central, you took Northwestern. So that's the only difference we had a few different on, on the men's side. side but too. on the women's side, yeah. we had some differences. Should be another fun weekend of UMAC basketball. Are you just excited? I'm excited that yeah. we finally yes. get consistent play now every weekend yep. until we get to, uh, what would it be? I guess it'd be that first weekend in March. Yep. And and then it's it's Let's all not done. skip to there, so, though. Again, anyways. enjoy the season. Now I'm getting sad. Soak in, <laughs> soak in January. I know you get emotional thinking about how quick it's going to be well, over. Well, here's the deal. February the thing, frenzy is going to be here before we know it. The one thing that's nice is that when the UMAC season does end, that means we're still at the beginning of March, and yeah. then we have March Madness with Which the, you and with I the love. Division yep. One tournament. So yep. that at least is there to comfort us. <laughs> Anything in closing before we conclude? No, it should be a fun weekend and compelling because there is no Friday night the night before. So, I mean, for almost every team-wide, it's like no you should never be more prepared than you are for this game. No and the excuses. scouting report should be as loaded as you can get. And, I mean, we should see some really good efforts from a lot of teams where there's fully healthy rosters and should be a fun weekend. And if anyone has any takes that they have on games that are happening, especially outside of Northwestern or Central, because you and I will be there in person, hey, let us know. And we'll throw it into the recap pod early on next week. Your nuggets. If you're in a gym this weekend, out at the Mertz and Superior. Take a picture. Out at the WAC in St. Bonnie. Yeah, take or a, a picture, video please. Or whatever, yeah. Something. And give us your bullets of not just what you saw on the floor and what you think, but the atmosphere at the WAC, at the Mertz, yeah. or at the North Gym. I know there are people listening right now, Wyatt, who will be at one of those three locations. And even if you're at the Erickson Center, let us know. But we'll be in the Erickson Center on Saturday. If you are Send. at one of those places, let us know your yeah, experience. It doesn't have to be by email, too. Tweet at us if you're yeah. on Twitter, and then maybe we'll retweet it. I don't know. Just maybe. We'll see. People are looking for that. They're they, looking for exposure, attention. Well, we'll give it to you <laughs> if you just do this one little thing for us. So, yep. yeah, it should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Um, just very quickly, because we touched on it last week, my predictions were wrong. Your predictions were wrong. It is Washington, Michigan in the college football playoff national championship. Who wins that game and why? I think Washington wins, and I'm cheering for Washington to win. So do you think they win, or are you just cheering for them? And no, I genuinely, like, if they play... 
not even at the level, but even a step down from the level they played Monday night against Texas, I don't think there's a way Michigan beats them. I mean, if they play close to that level, I don't think it's within single digits. But it's Michigan, so you know that Washington won't play their best because they've never played a team where they play their best. Michigan's schedule was a joke, by the way, this year. Just embarrassing. All this to say, I I dislike them very much, in case you can't tell, but I have a very scary feeling they're going to win it. Scary feeling. Because wow, I don't want I don't want that to happen. Yeah. I'd rather have Washington. Is Are you Harbaugh, kidding me? Is Kaelin Harbaugh DeBoer, leaving regardless? Penix, is this receivers? Harbaugh's last game at Michigan regardless of the result? I think it has to be. We've said I this think, for years, I think he's though. going to the NFL. We've I think he's at least going to get an interview or a few interviews if, for head coaching jobs. If we could go back and take him instead of KOC, would you do it? No. You'd still want KOC? Yeah. Is topsy-turvy some things have been this year? I would not say we'd be better off with Harbaugh. Do you think we would be better off with him? I don't think we'd be better off, but it's just an interesting question to pose. It is. Because remember, he was the guy until all of a sudden he was I know. He left the university on National Signing Day to interview here because he thought he had the job. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours, Minnesota. And and then they said, no, you're not. Did we say no, or did he back out, or I I don't know. Well, we said no, I think from, I mean, what the reports say, he kind of bamboozled the in-person interview. Or we weren't as close to making him sign that dotted line, if you will, as he he was. He wasn't as sealed of a deal as he thought it was. Here's a name to watch out for, Carolina Panthers. They're going to need a coach, and their owner wants a hot name. That's a team, right? Yeah, that's okay, sorry. David Tepper. David Tepper, who he's going to go find. I job, that would be a good job, and they're not going to fire him, but if you could get to Chicago, if Eberflus were to get canned. That's what everyone said they've and pointed got picks. to. That's they've, what Big Cat was trying I mean, to speak into existence. Yeah, but get rid Eberflus, of No, you can't now. Well, I know you can't, but. <laughs> Packers watch out this weekend. They're that, not mathematically eliminated. The Vikings? The Bears. Oh, the Bears, too. The Bears There, there are so many teams in. wide who are not eliminated going into this last week. It's it's bizarre. But Eberflus, shout out to him. Awesome dude, and he's done a great job with that. You can't fire him. The Bears are rolling. I'm just saying it'd be an uh, appealing job if he yeah. did. The Chargers yeah. are an appealing job except for the fact that they have the salary one. cap. Just yeah. disaster. And But anyways. All right. I'll it's take Michigan. You got Washington. Yep. I think Michigan wins, unfortunately. I, but you're pulling for, me, we're both pulling for Washington. We're both pulling big for Washington 100%, but I do think Michigan Welcome to wins. the Big Ten. Two Big Ten teams yeah. beat SEC squads wide. It's, How about that? It's funny that people are saying that. and you say, I mean, technically. Here's what we learned about the playoff, Ryan, in that terrible Alabama-Michigan game that we had to watch through. It was close, but it wasn't a good game. I agree. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I had a buddy say it was the best semifinals we ever, ever had. I Did said, he not watch Georgia-Ohio State? We're a year removed from the best semifinals. How quickly are we to forget? Even Michigan TC I last know. year was way better than I know. that. People want to act like the Bama-Michigan game was so great. It wasn't. Sloppy. It went to overtime. And you and I are not for we need a zillion points for it to be a good game either. But it was just so sloppy. It was two teams that didn't play very well. That's just the bottom line. But um, that being said, I think we learned Georgia was the best team this year, and they just fumbled it against Alabama. Maybe. They fumbled it. We'll never know. We won't, which is sad. You can't definitively say they could have defended Michael Next year, though. I don't know if anyone can defend that Well, no, but we would score on Washington at will. Like, I don't see how Washington would stop. We we score on anybody. For some reason, we just played terrible against Alabama. You didn't trust Carson Beck to throw the football. We didn't. For some reason. And I'm still upset at our offensive He's coordinator for that. He's back next year wide. It's okay. He even Revenge said, Beck, Beck even said multiple times throughout the game, he was like looking at the sideline. He put his hands. He's like, what are we doing? 
He wanted well, to they, throw more. They probably threw to your guy Ladd too much when he was playing when he was at injured, 65%. Yeah. Well, and Brock wasn't healthy either. And the refs gave Bama seven points and all of that good not stuff. Not that you're so, not over it. Not anyways, that you don't think about it anymore. <laughs> Michigan, if you win, congratulations. Nobody likes you and you cheated to get it. If Washington wins, everybody likes you. And we're all cheering it's for you. It's an awesome story. So, Kalen DeBoer is the best coach in college football. Not true. I think he is. Not true. He's number three. Okay. He's number three. It's okay. I mean, specifically on Saturdays. We can get into recruiting and all these different things. Should he win coach of the year this year? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Not even close. Is he the best coach in college football? You're telling me if on you could Saturdays. Take, if on you're Saturdays. telling me you could take any coach, mm-hmm. you're telling me you would take him to right scheme, now? To scheme a game plan. No, no, no. The whole picture. Yeah, I said on Saturdays. Is I, so just there. But then let's talk about the whole picture. He's number three. He Okay, so you're saying you more would have than Saban just Saturdays. and Smart in front of sure. him. Sure. Yeah, well, let's just hope that Saban's done somewhat soon, like you said. According to Alabama's corner, Tyrion Arnold, he said that that ain't happening. He's staying for sure. Oh, yeah. So, no, I believe that. So I think Saban's around for Yeah, your, your thing time. you said last week on the pod, you're hoping he'd ride Here's out the into deal, the though. sunset. That's well, <laughs> and even if he doesn't, though, I don't think teams outside of Georgia, because we can't beat them for some reason, I don't think anybody else is scared of Alabama anymore, though. Yeah, no, they haven't looked good the last two, three years, Ryan. They're extremely undisciplined. They're sloppy. Well, they also don't have a quarterback. I was going to say, and I he's thankful. the guy next year. Yeah, I was going to say, he's I'm back. thankful that Milrow is coming back. The, portal. the dude nope. can't throw. Yeah. Can't throw. Anyways, have a good night, everybody. Thanks we for listening. We could keep talking college football. Yeah, but we there's our little bit of banter. <laughs> we still kept it under an hour, which is pretty good. Yeah. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll be back with a recap and preview of the following weekend sometime next week. UAO, the UMAC at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, gripes. And we're on Twitter, unlike any other, the UMAC. Have a great night, day, whenever you're listening, and we'll catch you next time.